welcome to Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. And I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Well, sisters, we have a special guest on this week. We do. Yes, we do. As we are, as we are wont to do on Still Buffering. <laughs> <laughs> because we uh, are lucky enough to have a large and, I think, very interesting family. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair yeah. to say. Yeah. And so we have a lot of... It's another uh, word for a lot weird, of, but that's that works. Sure. Either <laughs> way. I think we have a lot of what I was going to call fun characters in our family. <laughs> Interesting characters. <laughs> <I guess>. Yes. <laughs> and so we have uh, another one of them on today by virtue of the fact that Taylor is currently in Taiwan. What's up? It's like 5 a.m. here so we can record with you guys on time. Sorry. So, thank you. It made our lives easier. Yeah. Well, I, you got but, a comfortable uh, 5 p.m. rocking over there. <laughs> yeah, we're ready and ready to go. Yeah, ready for dinner. I had extra coffee. So so let's introduce uh, our, our cousin Kyle to the Woo. show. Hi, everybody. Yeah. I'm cousin Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to give you a better name than that. Well, there's alliteration. Well, no, we, he has a name. We just can't say it other <laughs> No, that's true. There's no profanity on the show, as we like to remind uh, all family a, that joins us. <laughs> I'm a man of many names, <laughs> evidently. West Virginia caveman has come up. Oh. That's that's what um uh, one of the the coaches here at the the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu Academy I train at has dubbed me a West Virginia caveman. <laughs> so so there we go. So yeah. we have we have so far uh, Skittles Joe, Scampy Mike, and West Virginia, West Virginia caveman. caveman. <laughs> <laughs> superhero team. Yeah. I don't know how good of a superhero team. <laughs> not a, not an entirely effective one, but a yeah, team nonetheless. We got Skittles, we got Scampy, and a cave. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kyle, when we have a guest on our show, the first thing we always like to ask them to kind of introduce you to the audience uh, is, you know, like, how did you teen? I teened. I teened alone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, but in a good way, like in a, in a good way, kind of like I, I listened to um, a couple of episodes ago where I think you were talking about how to books, maybe, or te- yeah. you asked Taylor how she teamed. And I think mm-hmm. it was a similar kind of, I didn't really have a lot of friends, but it wasn't by um, unfortunate circumstance. It was more about choice. I just was kind of comfortable doing my own thing. I, I had a I had a really solid friend or like maybe one or two and then a pretty solid family filled with strange characters that, that I often mm-hmm. hung out with. Like I think your mom posted about in the, in the group. And so I just didn't feel maybe the need to be quite as social as maybe other teens were. I, I spent a lot of time like playing guitar, like learning how to play guitar and um, yeah, being kind of angsty. I mean like, <laughs> I think my my teen angst level was was average. I had had long hair. <laughs> Is that when you started to get interested in in like languages? Because obviously that has kind of carried you. That that actually started. That started when I was in middle school. Um, the school I was at, we had Latin, and we we really hated the the nun that taught Latin at our school, and we <laughs> we tried everything to get her fired. Don't we tried everything to get her fired and and it worked she got fired and then and then, and then we wait, got wait 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 you got the nun fired we got the nun fired yeah we we, oh, we, we treated her i mean well she was terrible she was an she was like a really mean nun you know how you get those the mean nuns and the nice nuns she was a bad nun it's a good cop bad cop yeah good cop bad cop <laughs> mean, St. Mean Peter's none, gonna have none. a lot of questions about this one, Kyle. Yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> look forward to you having to answer them. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Well, the 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 upshot of getting a nun fired was that we got this really mean um, woman from the Bronx to replace her, who who spoke Spanish because she was like half fully Puerto Rican, and she was like a drill sergeant, really intense. But I think, uh, yeah, I think I I found out through having exposure to Latin and like just osmosis, like picking some of it up, I made the transition to studying Spanish a lot easier. And then um, like getting exposure to Spanish at a young age, I think was the first thing that really got me interested in languages. And it was also a matter of just interest. Like school subjects didn't interest me 
at all. And Spanish was the only one that I found to be of, of much interest. And that, that remained true through high school. And then that's how I discovered linguistics, where you could study about learning other languages. And I ended up getting yeah my, my undergraduate in Spanish and my master's in linguistics um, because of that. So, Well, I think that is very cool. Yeah. And I think that it, it is a great lead-in to what we're going to talk about this week, mm-hmm. which, you know, is another way to expand your horizons is traveling and yeah. going different places. All around the globe. That's right. Or as a, as a teenager, I don't think most of us are lucky enough to travel all around the globe. No. Probably. The only, the only, the farthest place I've been outside of the U.S. is Canada <laughs> for a day. We did take you to Canada for a day. <laughs> On my birthday. <laughs> Yeah, we t- we took her, we took Riley to uh, Vancouver with us when we did mm-hmm. our our live Sawbones in Vancouver in Bim Bam, and uh, we got stuck in Toronto. What is that? Where we got stuck at the what? airport because we, we missed our flight. Oh yeah, Toronto. Yeah, mm-hmm. I forgot about that. It was very stressful. Like. 24 hours trying to get back Very to stressful. West Virginia. I had school the next so, day. It was it was an ordeal. So that was our entire like two days in Canada trip. Yeah. <laughs> One of them was spent desperately trying to leave Canada. Nothing against Canada. We just couldn't get yeah. home. We were just like, please. <laughs> Canada. <laughs> Riley had school. I have work. We have a baby <clears throat> with us. Uh, but I think most of the traveling that you do as a teenager is probably with your family. Riley, as a current teenager, mm-hmm. uh, let me ask you, do you... Do you like our family vacation? <laughs> I'm gonna put you on the spot right now. <laughs> no, you gotta answer. You gotta answer clear and right and now. I can't say no. <gasps> That's right. <laughs> we all go. We all go. You can't. <laughs> we all go to the beach every year. No, together. I love our family vacations. I really have a lot of fun on our family vacations. Because it it occurs to me, we were kind of talking about this earlier that as an adult now. You know, we kind of get to pick, like we have a little bit of input into what what we do, or at least once we get there, what we want to do while we're there. And we make some decisions and we have like mm-hmm. money and the ability to travel. And as a teenager, you don't necessarily have all those things. So you're just kind of at the whims of your family. Is that okay? I mean, yeah, because you always pick fun things to do. But I mean, if you were picking like boring things, I'd probably be like, guys, come on. I got to do something exciting. I got to do something teen teen. Teen type. What, what's Do not you, teen type about eating low country boil in Savannah? <laughs> <laughs> it's I very mean, teen type. Is your teens. phone what saves you? You know, just the constant. The constant what? You know, stream of whatever is coming You're just in like tapping, the tapping I'm your fingers like, I'm just together. like tapping. I'm typing in the, in the air around me. You the know, constant just, typing? The phoning. The constant phoning. <laughs> uh, I don't really use my phone a lot on vacation. I'm like, you know take pictures text people if they text me i mean mostly a vacation i you know chill on the beach eat some low country boil (laughs) our father is a huge fan of low country boil that is his scampi that is his scampi that is his low country boil tom find your tardigrade find your scampi yeah that's our dad low country tom he is definitely low country Tommy. He loves his uh, low country boil. And uh, we eat so much of it. I, and I used to, it used to be one of my favorite things. And now I'm just like, I'm good. I've had enough in my life. <laughs> I remember this past year we went, every place that we would go, well, it was like, there's one place we always go where we always get a low country boil and we all share it. It's like their but, specialty. That's yeah, the thing they do. That's the thing they do is we get like a big one for the table. But this year, dad decided that he wanted to get a personal one every restaurant we went to. <laughs> so he had like six low country boils while we were on vacation for seven days. <laughs> hey, let the man enjoy what he enjoys. All right. We had to rank all the different ones, like based on which one had the best shrimp, but which one did the potatoes the best? But where was the sausage the spiciest? Like, except for to be fair, Dad's rankings are all like, "Was pretty good. Well, this was pretty good too. Well, was pretty good. Pretty good. Well, this is really good. I also think Dad has kind of low standards for food. Is it meat? Yes. Is it a potato? Yes. He likes it. That's it. I can eat this. It's a ten. That's why it's that's why it's the low country boil. <laughs> <laughs> Expectations are not so high. Low country standards. 
But I, I just look back and I think, you know, when I was a teenager during family vacations, I like I enjoyed them. I don't want to say I didn't because I did. Mm-hmm. I liked the beach and I liked our family. So that was fine. But there was always like, now I didn't have a phone. I didn't have anybody to text or talk to or call. Um, but I would always like be a little removed from it. Like, I'm a little too cool for this. I'm too cool for my family. You know, because this just isn't like, this just isn't where I am right now. Like with the whole... You know, yeah, I wasn't like that. I'm not like that. <laughs> well, did you feel that way, Tay? On our family vacations, did you feel that like, like kind of sitting with your, like, with your headphones on, listening to music, looking out the window as we drove somewhere, thinking like, oh, here I am again. The family, like, writing the book chapter in your head, the angsty book chapter, because I was always like that. Writing the book chapter. You know what I mean, like the angsty teen, angsty you know, level high. narration. You know, yes. you know and I, I mean, as someone who's and and maybe she just hides it well, but someone who's been on on many vacations with Riley through her teens, I feel like she kind of leans into the the family vacay. Like maybe she's still teening, she's teening it up on her phone a little bit here okay. and there. But I feel like she kind of, I would I would assume that she's 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 there, she's having fun, and I kind of always I felt the same way. Like I'm just happy to like have the time off, like to have the time to like. I don't know. I guess it's when, you know, you could maybe it's you want to be alone. You don't necessarily want to be around your family, but just like half the time to sit on the beach and listen to music and draw your angsty sketches in your sketchbook. Like that, that feels really. Maybe I was just super psyched to be right in the chapter. <laughs> you were like bummed about it. I'm like, yeah, it's that chapter where I'm stuck with my family. I was always like having like, like romantic fantasies that like, and then that that person that I've been crushing on, will I'll like walk down on the beach and it turns out like his family was taking vacation at the same time. And then we'll take a walk on the beach together and hold hands. Spoiler alert, it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, according to the pre the pre-show discussion, it happened on on the bus, right? That's 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 how yeah. that happens. I don't we were talking about school trips a little bit and and, and I won't belabor this because I think I, I seem to be the only one here who did a lot of like bus trips in high school. Yeah. And you spent your time, I guess <laughs> you were having a lot of fun on those bus trips. No, I just so when the show choir would go places, fun bus. I t- OK, I took trips with the soccer team and we weren't really making out on the soccer team bus. We were like going to the game. And like sometimes like singing songs, but on the bus to, uh, I went with, to a lot of show choir tournaments. There was like a lot of, a lot of making out that happened. I just thought that was normal. Like on a school bus point. trip, it's like, it's long. And like, especially if it was at night and like the lights turn off and you're allowed to sit wherever you want. And if you have a, an SO on the bus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just thought that was normal. Spaghetti option. Yeah, spaghetti option. <laughs> An SO. What does that mean? <laughs> a significant other. Oh. So I just, I just thought that's what happened on bus trips. You, <laughs> you made a, that was the whole thing that the, we used to take trips to to the amusement park Kings Island uh-huh. in Cincinnati, uh, Ohio, and and we used to we used to do that uh, all through school, and it was all about like getting to go make out without people <laughs> supervising you. That's why we did it. Was I the only teenager who did this? I mean, I've never done that. <laughs> I've ne- I've never done that. I I don't think yeah, I don't recall taking any <laughs> any trips anywhere, let alone like Sydney, maybe you're the only one doing that on, on the, the bus. <laughs> why yeah. is it just me? Uh, you were maybe just cooler than all the rest of us and yeah. that one in the in the back of the bus aspect, you were the queen of cool. Plot plot twist. <laughs> Sydney is cool. <laughs> that would definitely be a plot twist. Plot twist. <laughs> I think that that maybe just that you know that side of me just awoken a little awakened just woke up a little earlier than for you guys. So you know, yeah. I will say oh. that I, I find that when you travel, you really you you kind of remember who you are, and you know you get in touch with with what you really care about. So clearly, Sydney, you just cared about making out with dudes on buses when you finally left your surroundings behind. I could just let you be you. It was about making out with dudes on buses. <laughs> can think of a worse way to spend your time, frankly. <laughs> Sydney. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not going to apologize for it. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> On the bus. One, um, you go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> One thing in terms of, you know, family vacations uh, that I, I did want to bring up was 
and Riley, I wish I think that the the split in in our age, you coming along so long after Taylor and I, like you did, mm-hmm. has been super cool and obviously has led to like, you know, the existence of this show, which is awesome. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I do wish you could have been there for we took a trip. Uh, it was my senior trip. And this is we've mentioned several times that growing up, we had a lot of family that we were super close to. Mm-hmm. Um which maybe replaced the need for a lot of friends in a lot of cases. Uh, but for my senior trip, I had a lot of friends who were going to the beach with all their buddies and were going to probably do things that were dangerous. Making and- out in the bus. <laughs> I think, yeah, we'll say that, Riley. <laughs> Making out on the bus is what they were going to do. <laughs> but instead, we took, a, we took a senior trip. It was my senior year, and Taylor came, and Kyle came. And our other cousin, Joe, came. Skittles, Joe. Uh, Skittles, uh-oh. Joe. We've revealed the identity of Skittles, oh, no. Joe. Oh, no. Oh, no. Nobody knew. Oh, well. Nobody knew sorry, for sorry. sure. Hey, hey, Skittles, Joe, I'm not sorry. <laughs> the, world needs the, the world needs to know. Come out of hiding. Gotham needs a hero. <laughs> Took off his mask. <laughs> so, so my senior trip was the four of us. And it was it was a super great trip. We We went down kind of the East Coast visiting with various members of our family um and it started off very nice we visited our our uncle rick and aunt shen mm-hmm. and it was yeah. all very we ate falafel um, yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it, was it was very delicious. appropriate mm-hmm. our palates were not very advanced at that stage yeah I think, it was pretty disgusting at well, the time i know i love falafel <laughs> i think it was cold tofu too and i was like oh god what is this and i think yeah. back and i'm just ashamed of my younger self yeah. but uh you know kiddos I are remember still the- for pushing us <laughs> That was the first time I had Popeyes. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jambalaya was a whole new concept. <laughs> I know. And I, I still remember Uncle Rick ordering etouffee and me thinking, etouffee? What did he just say? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> and it was delicious and I loved it. What is it? It's like some sort of ricey <laughs> dish. <laughs> I still don't know, yeah. but I eat it any day. Jambalaya, etouffee. It's all I mean. Some sort of spicy ricey. Spicy ricey. Spicy ricey. I just can save that for how to Cajun. Spicy yeah, really. Spicy dicey ricey. <laughs> I've obviously never had Popeye since. <laughs> it was just that time. Um, and then we we moved on down to our uh, aunt and uncle in Savannah, Georgia. Um, <laughs> that's when we. <laughs> Uh, we uncovered a blow-up doll in the closet, and in the process <laughs> of making confused. a short film, no, we, actually, we're shooting a movie, and, yeah. and Kyle, you and Joe ran in the closet. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hide in the closet and jump out, and then like on camera, <laughs> I jump out, and I'm like, hey guys, there's this, <laughs> there's this thing. What is this thing? <laughs> <laughs> it's a man, and he's plastic. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going, ooh. No. Yeah. It has a surprised facial expression. <laughs> was this before or after you sat on all of the little Debbie snacks in the back? It had seat? it had to be This was after. Yeah, after. Because that's that's what we took on the road with us, which is a giant bag full of little Debbie cakes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which, which I, I promptly sat on. That's a, that's this is before to, Skittles Joe was Skittles Joe. He might have been Little Debbie Joe. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. Oatmeal cream pie Joe. He's uh, <laughs> doing. Or driving shorts Joe. <laughs> he did have driving shorts. That the I think that this highlights a key thing when you when you start traveling places as a teenager, you start learning like how to pack so that when you get older, you get better at it, and you realize like, huh, for a road trip, we should probably pack more. Then little Debbie's. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> We've got cosmic cookies yeah. and oatmeal pies. We're good, guys. <laughs> I remember another spring break trip I went on. This is actually in college, though, where uh, it was Joe and I and then my boyfriend at the time and his friend. And they brought each, like, two two liters of soda. And Joe and I were, like, shaking our heads, like, you can't you can't do that, man. Do you know how often we're going to stop to pee? That's unacceptable. That's not how you, that's not how you trip. That's not like, how you road trip. You don't road trip like that. <laughs> Get rid of those right now. We're not stopping every time you have to, have you, you have to deal with that Mountain Dew you've been chugging. <laughs> so the trip continued uh, down to Scampy Mike's. The one where, and only. Where we almost lost Kyle for good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Real talk. Barely made it out of there. <laughs> <laughs> 
just our, our first experience with um with the com- combination of, of vodka and orange juice. Well, that was it was my first experience. I'm pretty pretty sure you guys had like yeah, probably not ours. Da- dabbled. Actually, I I like if you could back it up to when we were in Virginia. That was the first time that I remember actually having any alcohol. I kind of like really? arranged this. Yeah, I was like, it's like, hey Joe, you know, you know that vodka you got there? Let me have a sip. And I remember trying it and being like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get drunk on this trip. I've never <laughs> I've never had any alcohol. I'm gonna get drunk. Yeah, and I got I got I didn't just get drunk. Like I it was that was the whole thing when you don't know what how terrible alcohol tastes and how terribly it makes you feel you're like impervious to its nastiness you're like oh this is Jeff this is fine I'll just keep drinking this hey it's not working yet maybe I should drink more mm. I think it was like an entire bottle of it was like 20 some odd shots of of some clear liquor later and I I remember distinctly going to the to the refrigerator to open the door and like try to grab something and just losing my balance entirely just been like hands off I'm, I'm not in control here i'm falling down a bowl a bowl of a bowl of diced tomatoes is falling on me and i'm somehow falling in cat food and the next thing i say my family knows is they hear sounds and they come in and there's there's me there's cat food there's glass there's tomatoes yeah that's how we found him the, the good part of all this was i did discover my strangest specific superpower and that's that later that night when you were passed out on the couch above me and i was laying on the floor in a sleeping bag um dead sleep it's like my spidey sense was tingling i just woke up and rolled left just as he just puked right where my head was like that's that's the that's the that's my mutant ability it's very rarely useful but when someone's about to puke on my puke on my head i know i wake up immediately <laughs> and I, I get out of there it's a maneuver <laughs> So, Do a Riley, this roll. is another important important lesson <laughs> that we're teaching you right <laughs> now. Drink ever. Yes, which is that when you're a when you're a teen and you you especially when you don't have like a parental influence around uh-huh. and you're and you're traveling so you feel like I'm free from the <laughs> from the binds that you know that hold me that I don't have parents here to govern my actions. I'm not in my hometown. Nothing counts. There are no rules. Sometimes you make some bad decisions. <laughs> The important thing is that we all survived. <laughs> yeah. And, and we grew so, from it. We figured, yeah. like, I know, and I totally did after that. I, I, I understood the, uh, the dangers of, of alcohol. And if you completely drink it unchecked and, and, and don't know what you're doing. And diced tomatoes. And diced, yeah. <laughs> and, and the, 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 uh, the aftermath can, can sometimes be a little bit messy. Can involve cat food. <laughs> tomatoes glass which does speak to you know that is one of the nice things i always think about like family vacations our, our so our yearly vacation is usually at the beach and mm-hmm. we all go together and still you know now that that i'm married and i have my own baby we come along you own baby my own my own baby not I you I said own i baby own now. baby i thought you said i am baby <laughs> <laughs> no my baby that i birthed oh oh you didn't buy it you don't just own it now? No, I don't own her. I own baby. <laughs> no, she makes the rules. I don't, yeah. I definitely am not in charge. I'm trying. I'm trying. But I, it's always kind of nice when it's like a family thing because it, it feels very safe and very comfortable. And like you've got that kind of safety net with you the whole time and support. Mm-hmm. And I always found, even though, even in my angsty teenage years, like it was always a very um, relaxing thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's no, there's no pressure of like yeah. friends and keeping up appearances and mm-hmm. trying to anything. Well, and, yeah. and had that that like now funny story about about alcohol and and diced tomatoes happen with a group of friends or people who didn't know how to do, you know, and didn't know how to be responsible. Then, then uh, yeah, it could have been a, a much that could have been a terrible outcome. So yeah, it was. It was That's true. And they never maybe would have let you forget it. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, but we always remind each other in a loving way. <laughs> yeah. Hey, God, remember that time you almost died and you were covered in tomatoes and cat food? Wasn't that funny? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just ask Taylor. <laughs> hey, Sid, remember that time that, that your Uncle Scampy Mike let you sleep in his driveway in the rain? <laughs> remember that? That was funny. Good times. Good times. Good times. Good times. Good times. Good times. We're all here now. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. 
Not every vacation is, is perfect. Um, Sydney, I'm going to remind you, we're going to roll back the clock to one of our earliest vacations together uh, where we encountered a red tide. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, first, first grasp at fame as well. We were, uh, what beach were we at? Uh, that was the, I think that was the Gulf Shore. We were in the Gulf Shores uh, on vacation. This was before you, Riley. This predates oh. you. I'm sorry. I know, oh. in the sad days before Riley. No, you're, you're and, okay that you missed this. Trust me, 100%. <laughs> yeah, this wasn't. So we went to the beach and they were having a red tide. So this algae had bloomed and it was killing all the fish. We learned about that in science class. Did you learn about that? <laughs> the important thing to know about the red tide is that there were dead fish everywhere <laughs> everywhere <laughs> what, on the beach we were at and it was i mean you know the, the thing about family vacations is like you plan them way in advance like you set work schedules around it you make sure school you know i mean mm-hmm. usually it's the summer school's out like it's a you can't just say like well there's a red tide we'll go next week dead nope. fish or no dead fish <laughs> <laughs> nope, you're going we will vacation so we went and and we were actually interviewed by the local news <laughs> to ask you know like here's a family vacationing during the red tide <laughs> it was dad and taylor and i how is this going <laughs> awful and they asked that dad said something and then they asked me what i thought and oh gosh we would probably have been like what like five and three something yeah. like that maybe six and four something in that age range and they asked me and i was like you gotta look where you're walking so you don't step on dead fish because i that that's literally how you sound. Uh-huh. And <laughs> Georgia, they asked right. Taylor what she thinks, and Taylor's response was, "Yuck." <laughs> that was it. <laughs> what? Yuck. <laughs> we were on the local <laughs> news. Yeah, minutes of fame. With our insightful commentary on the red tide. Yuck. <laughs> I bet you could find that somewhere. God, I want to find that. I hope not. Oh, it's a good thing you, yeah, you guys missed the uh, the the era of the cell phone, or else you would have never like not only not living down that story, you would have you would have relived it like visually, seen it over. It would have gone viral. Yeah, it would have gone viral. Would have. Now, Kyle, you took some. I think some probably pretty cool vacations, like in terms of family vacations, visits to Australia when you were younger. Yeah, yeah. My dad has lived there for most of my life, so um. I I've, I've, I used to go there every summer, which is actually kind of terrible because it's winter there. And people don't think of Australia as being particularly cold. But um, in, in the capital, Canberra, where he lives, it gets it gets pretty, pretty nasty, pretty cold. Um, and we'd actually go skiing, which is a thing you can do in Australia. It's <laughs> not known for it. I, I wouldn't I didn't ju- know that. jump back back to the Waycross days I'd, and, and family vacations. Um, do, do you remember when we took, I think it was, it was Dane, myself, his two brothers, and we took a trip down to Waycross and all, all sorts of like inside jokes spawned from, from, from this, maybe, maybe the best, the, the highlight of the trip, Dane missing his father, who was a police officer and fe- feeling that he wanted to call home. So <laughs> naturally, as you do, when you want to talk to the police, you call nine one one. Dane is another one of our cousins, by the way. Yeah, and, and Kyle and Dane and, and some of our cousins came and visited us for a while. Taylor and and I lived in Waycross, Georgia, before mm-hmm. we moved up up to West Virginia. And so, yeah, so he called nine one one, and I, didn't he ask like, yeah, "I can't I'll, find my dad." I want, I want to talk to my dad. I can't find him. Which is a disturbing call yeah, to get yeah. if you're a 911 operator. It's a little bit, a little bit out so there. Sad. A little bit odd. Oh, I mean, it was okay. He was just on vacation. I know. Like, vacation. His dad was just back home. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he made it back, like yeah. home. Did he? It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Let me, let me, let me uh, ruin the ending for you, Riley. It's oh. happy. <laughs> yeah. Let, okay. let me, let me ruin the ending. He pooped in the yard, and Tommy, <laughs> Tommy had to bury it with a shovel. <laughs> he. He did poop in he our did yard. Poop right in the, in <laughs> He's the swing. a quad pooper. <laughs> Everybody has a story. Everybody has a story. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's, you know, they don't know who he is. He has a secret surname that you'll never discover. I, I can't believe that now, two weeks in a row on our show, we've talked about people pooping outside. <laughs> it happens. Everybody poops. <laughs> <laughs> but how old how old was Dane? 
oh really like oh, like young. young enough that he that was, was totally kid. acceptable. So not a not yeah. a high schooler. <laughs> no, 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 no. A little kid, a little kid. I was gonna say back back to traveling to Australia. It was um it's actually one of those times that I I I realized because my dad was was working, he was living his life, and I was kind of on my own for a lot of it. That traveling by yourself. There are some people who really thrive on it. Some people who really enjoy just like, I'm going to go see this thing and I'm going to enjoy it. And there are other people like myself who feel like oh, this this really awesome thing that I'm experiencing is kind of meaningless without somebody to share it with. It's almost like if it's, mm-hmm. if it's just confined to my memory, it's going to be, you know, like it's, it's going to be maybe forgotten or, or lost and not as... Mm-hmm not as easy to to hold on to or remember if there isn't somebody else that shares it with you and i find that i kind of fall into the camp of people who like to travel with with other people for that reason i think that's an interesting thing too to learn about yourself i think um because i think you're right there definitely are people who who thrive on that taylor i would say you're somebody who likes traveling by yourself yeah, I, uh, I've, I've done a lot of, of solo traveling. I went across, I, I did some traveling across Europe. I've done Japan a couple times. Um, this is actually the first time that I've been uh, in a foreign country with somebody who is sort of, you know, showing me around and kind of like uh, having constant companionship, which has been wonderful. Like, I would not say that I prefer <clears throat> the other kind. It's more just like, you know, I given given the opportunity to get out of the country, you don't necessarily always find people that are willing to get out with you, so... And solo traveling has is beneficial in different ways. I think it, mm. it does kind of make you learn what you're capable of and what you how exactly how much you can expect from yourself when you're the only one that's there for you. You're not you have no, sure. no familiar touch points. So for me, it's almost like I think they're very different. Like this is super enjoyable and fun when you have people around you, when you have family and friends, and then when you're by yourself, it's it's a completely different exercise. It's more about you know like l- learning your capabilities, kind of figuring out who you are when you're cut off from everything else that you've sort of defined yourself by. There's a lot of rolling the dice when you're, when you're traveling by yourself, <laughs> yeah. you're just like, uh, this thing looks good. Maybe it's good. And then mm-hmm. if it's great, you feel like a sense of accomplishment. And if it's not so good, even if it's not so good, you kind of like can, can pad that or like look past it. You're like, ah, it's not that bad. It's just, eh, yeah. it wasn't great. Yeah. Uh, you know, what, what do you think when we talk about this? Cause I, I think that the, those are interesting points. Cause like I, I have done most of my traveling with people. Actually, I can't think of a time when I went by myself anywhere. So, yeah, I was always with somebody. And I do think you're right. It's different because I was, I, even when I felt challenged, you always have that safety net of, but I'm not in it alone. You know, mm. um, Justin and I always say that that was the best thing we ever did for our honeymoon is we went to uh, England and Ireland. And we, it wasn't like, I won't say it's very relaxing. It was like an adventure honeymoon. <laughs> And we were traveling the whole time, and it was great because we learned to really count on each other when we, we got into some situations where st- stuff got canceled and we had to rework things. And Anyway, um, Riley, looking at that, like I know that you are considering some trips moving forward in, in high school, leaving the country, and otherwise, like, mm-hmm. how do you feel about that? Because I, you know, you're going to, f- now you're still figuring out what camp you're going to land in. What do you mean? Like, am I okay with going by myself? Yeah. How would you feel about that? I don't know. It's kind of exciting. Like, oh, I'm by myself. Ooh. Experiences. Ooh. I'm like an adult. <laughs> it really does challenge you in a different way to have to try to, you know, fend for yourself. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, you can't look to somebody else to, you know, let's say your flight gets canceled. What do you do? Right. I mean, that happened, <laughs> that actually happened last time I went to New York to visit Taylor. Justin was going up at the same time for something different, but I was going to go by myself, but Justin was like, you know, I'm going up too, so let's just take the same flight. And Justin was like, okay, since you were going to do this by yourself, you lead the way through the airport and we'll see if you can figure it out. So I like got <laughs> off our first flight and we were in our, I think we were in the Charlotte airport. So we go to the big place where the, uh, the times where all the flights are and like what gate they're at. And I go to look for our next flight and it says canceled. And I said, well, I have no idea what to do now. (laughs) (laughs) So so that was an experience because I was like, well, yeah, I'm glad I'm not by myself because if I was by myself, I don't know what I'm doing. Staying at Charlotte for a week until, until I have a flight home. (laughs) That's when Riley sits on the ground and goes, I need an adult. I need an adult. (laughs) (laughs) Help! Help someone! 
<laughs> I think, but see, you're smart enough. You would have figured it out. Yeah, I mean, the, the desk right there with like other people was there. I probably would have gone there next and been like, hey, I'm a child. <laughs> what do i do i'm a child take care of me <laughs> i try that all the time it doesn't work just call 911 <laughs> yeah. tell them tell them you're looking for your dad <laughs> i miss my dad can i talk to my dad but i do think i do think there's a benefit in you know one thing that I've noticed as I've done some traveling um, medically with like going on medical trips, mm-hmm. I'll run into people who are working with like volunteer organizations who are teenagers and they're not usually from the U.S. And I think that this is something you see more frequently in other places that it is it's normal for teenagers to go travel somewhere as a teenager by themselves to, you know, for vacation or for fun or also to do community service or charitable work or for some sort of new experience, you know, mm-hmm. the job, you know, oriented kind of experience, something like that. And I don't know if that is a f- just a function of where we live in the U.S. or our culture in general that we don't send young people away as teenagers and say, mm-hmm. go. Figure, you know, like find your way, f- figure it out, make it back to us. Here's our number. Don't <laughs> d- do come home, but you know, but we, I don't think that's something that we not we naturally do. Like mm-hmm. say, bye, Riley. It's time for you to leave now for yeah. a while. We hope you come back. I mean, I've never, I have, I've never had that happen before. I've never had you all say, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, leave now. Do your friends travel? I mean, is it mainly is it the same kind? Do they go on vacations with their family, or is it like? Like, is there, like, an active interest in, like, I don't know, like, getting out of the country or, or going to specific places? Uh, I have one or two friends that have gone out of the country before, but with their families. Like, on family vacations, instead of, like, going to the beach, they go to, like, Europe. Um, but other than that, no. My mm-hmm. friends just do kind of the same thing we do. Like, go to the beach once a year with their family and sometimes go, like, out of town for a weekend or something like that but that's it well it's kind of hard where we're from like the middle of the the east coast you if if you want to travel there are all sorts of great places you can travel but if you want to leave the country oh you're looking at, at a pretty big pretty big commitment mm-hmm. time and mm-hmm. money wise like i now i live in taiwan if i leave like if i if i fly anywhere in an airplane it, it's leaving the country and and that's like i've noticed people here they travel a lot but I mean, it's mostly to other countries in the surrounding area. But a, a flight to Japan, for example, would be as quick and as convenient as a flight to New York back home. So that's sure. that's like the geography of of it all is 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 interesting because if you're from Europe, you're from Asia, you're from I don't know, Africa, South America, traveling to another country is not such a such a hard to do thing or such a such a big commitment. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't. Yeah. I don't think that should be because I'm somebody like I've never I, I, I've never really had the funds to support my travel. I work really hard to save up for the trips I do take um, because it is it is kind of a, a bummer thing. Like, you know, it's any sort of pretense about like, oh, I've been somewhere. It's like it's hard to get anywhere. I think it's it's a cultural thing. It's not a there's not an impetus on traveling when you're young in America. Um, and, and it is in other cultures. It's, it's just it's easier as part of it. It's just much easier. It's much cheaper. But, um, and it, you know, the second part of it is just the America is vast and there are so many places in America you can go that are really great. And I think by proxy, getting out is, is a lot harder. But it shouldn't discount the the wonderful uh, experience it is to experience other countries, to experience other cultures. And I don't know, I mean, as an adult, like, I have a, a, a pretty basic job, but all of my money kind of gets saved and used for travel. So... I don't know. I mean, to me, I think as a kid, it seemed like a rich person thing. It was a thing that only really the upper class got to do. And I've just sort of personally changed that idea for myself. And it's been really beneficial, like despite mm-hmm. my original perception of it. I, I also think it's a it's a generational thing. I mean, because I, when I think about like our parents, they certainly uh, not only I, I know dad has voiced before that it wasn't just that they didn't leave the country for vacations and stuff. It just wasn't something he thought about doing. Mm hmm. Like, he just, you know, it didn't occur to him that, like, oh, well, for vacation, instead of going to the beach this year, why don't we, you know, why don't we go to Mexico? I mean, like, it, it just wasn't something that he that he thought about doing. And I, I know that it was something that I planned on doing from my teenage years, for sure. Mm-hmm. I knew that I was going to go travel. I wanted to. I sought it out. Um, and, and have just, and every time I do, it makes me want to do it more. 
Is that something that like you and your friends talk about? Like, is that, am I right that it's a generational shift that as, as we move forward, like more and more people want to, and of course it's easier than it used to be, but mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I mean, definitely, I man. I want to go out of the country at some point soon. Or not soon, but just at some point. <laughs> Do you have like your list? I always have my list. Of places I want to go? Where's your mm-hmm. top yeah. place, Riley? Definitely. Top place I want to go? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Somewhere in, I don't know, like somewhere in Europe, maybe. Yeah. Either Europe or the UK. Okay. Love to go to the UK. Okay. That'd be awesome. Be I think, I think that's, I think that's like a normal thought to start with. Cause that was, that's where I started my travels abroad, but I always knew like, I really wanted to, I read, like I've, I've alluded to before, I read Cry the Beloved Country. It said, I've got to go to Africa someday. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to Malawi and it was awesome. And, it was, and then you did it. And it was everything I dreamed of. Yeah. That I Great did job, Sid. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> So I'm done now. <laughs> so I'm done now. Drop the mic. <laughs> Don't do that. It looks expensive. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, but you'd it have really... to pick it up first and then, and then drop it, to be fair. Then, yeah, I know. I'm not holding it. I could... <laughs> no, but I, I do think it is, as we've all kind of alluded to, it's it's an important experience to get out there and, like, challenge yourself. And whether mm-hmm. you do it alone or with other people, because, I, you know, I, I haven't traveled much on my own, but I still think the benefits are there and to see things from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, we, not to discount those family vacations though, because all that, are, all that seafood, all that low country boil, <laughs> those memories. <laughs> and I, Well, and that's where, I mean, those stories that really like that we've, we've all been sharing and, and talking about that. I mean, that keep you in touch with, especially for us, like the people that we're related to and the mm-hmm. people that, that know us in ways that sometimes we're embarrassed to admit. <laughs> Um, I, like I remember from one of our vacations with you, Riley. Now, Taylor, I think we were meeting you where we were going, so you weren't in the car at this moment. But we were in the car together. We, we actually <laughs> uh-huh. borrowed our grandparents' van, so we were in a van. I know what you're talking. And I was about. sitting in the back seat with Riley, and Mom and Dad always folded down the back seat for mm-hmm. us. This is so bad. Now that I'm a parent, I know this. They would always <laughs> fold down the back seat the on family seats. vacations. Yeah, or the, the middle, middle seats. seats. Yeah. So that we could all just, so that we could just like lay down, like just roll around in the back of the car. Mm-hmm. Like unsecured. Going straight through the sky, <clears throat> skylight. Like, just, yeah, that is not, don't do this. Don't, like this is not okay. Uh, I I know this now, but it, I mean, it never occurred to me when I was a kid. So they had done this for Riley. Mm-hmm. I was sitting up, but Riley was just like, rolling around <laughs> in the floor of the fan, <laughs> you know, with like her blanket and her pillow. I mean, it's very comfy, not safe, but very comfy. Yeah. And we stopped right before we got on the road. It was like we were we were 30 minutes outside of town and we stopped at a fast food restaurant and we got some food and some drinks and Riley got the biggest in my mind it's the biggest <laughs> sprite anyone has ever bought <laughs> now, the- I would like to point out this was several several years ago like this yes. is before preteen I was a tween <laughs> it was this giant sprite and she put it in the cup holder that was right over her head <laughs> and right as dad accelerates to pull out on the interstate it just, <laughs> it just falls right out of that cup holder and just like Trenches, Riley, in Sprite. I mean, like, that we are flooded in the backseat with Sprite. And Dad does not stop. When we are on a road trip, our father does not stop for any reason. So Riley was going to be sticky and wet, and there was no way we were stopping. And her only response to this is I'm, like, trying to pick up ice because there's ice everywhere and there's, everything's wet. Riley's only response is, now my soda's gone. <laughs> <laughs> but there was no way. Hey, you said dad doesn't stop. This is the first drink I'd gotten in, in a few hours. Yeah, because if, if he gives you drinks and you're going to pee, it's, it's like a horrible process. It's a cycle. It's a vicious no, cycle. Dad, I remember Dad saying, "Hang your butt out the window if you've got to pee. We're not stopping." <laughs> well, do you remember when one of us got sick in the car and puked in a bag because oh, we I've wouldn't stop to puke? We would just puke in bags and just yep. throw it out the window, and it dived by our car, but, but dive bomb the car behind us. <laughs> <laughs> Dad would the we'll low country Tommy the does not stop. <laughs> low country Tom, bam, he's. He's got to make good time. And it, along those lines, anytime we went to an amusement park on a family vacation, I know you've experienced mm-hmm. this, Riley. It, it is, <laughs> we get there. It's like we go to Disney World and there are rides 
And then there's the walking between them. And we're going to minimize the walking between them as much as possible and run flat out, like run from ride to ride. That was the entire, every theme park we ever went to, that was the entire experience was just like trying to follow dad. I like tall and had these long long legs legs. and he'd be just like booking it through the park and all of us just running behind trying to keep (laughs) going to get to Space Mountain. We don't want to waste time waiting in line. We don't want to waste time. Let's just get there. Come on, get there. It's also the same in airports. Like, not even, like, rushing to get to a connection. Just, like, we have, like, two hours until our next flight. And we'll look up and that'll just be all the way down the hallway. Mm-hmm. Like, already at our next gate and we're all the way back here like how do you get up there so fast dad where you go we have two hours <laughs> he runs every yep and this is this is the man that when we we did have a plan to go to disney world and there was a hurricane we went anyway <laughs> we, we did go we, a hurricane. that was Half hurricane Aaron's. Yes. It was still barreling rain, and we were just being led around the park in 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 in, in raincoats, just through the blinding rain. We're going to enjoy ourselves today. We are. You you say raincoats, and that sounds adorable. Let's be honest, though, they were matching Disney ponch- ponchos. Those <laughs> <laughs> awful ponchos. We were in matching Disney World ponchos, <laughs> and and I re- I still remember Mickey Mouse called to wake us up that morning. We had, we got a wake up call from Mickey Mouse, and Taylor was, I mean, thrilled. She was so excited. I she loved Mickey Mouse, so Mickey Mouse. and Mickey Mouse was calling us. And she <laughs> answers the call and it's like, hey, this is Mickey Mouse. And then he just gives her a list of like all the rides that are closed, all Which the attractions. All of the rides, <laughs> except for like two. Pertinent and he travel it information <laughs> from a cartoon character <laughs> to your child. He we gets it off of like, and also <laughs> because of your location in the hotel, you won't be receiving maid service or room service today. <laughs> Have a magical day. <laughs> you can run on the rides and eat nothing. Have a magical day. <laughs> My Mickey Mouse is okay, right? I was like, that was a good Mickey Mouse. I, I practice it a lot because Charlie loves Mickey Mouse. Oh, oh, I know. <laughs> no, there was a very horror, uh, like traumatizing image of like there was a metal Mickey Mouse outside of our our uh, hotel room, like in the in the garden, and the hurricane winds just blown its head completely off. <laughs> <laughs> That was a rough family vacation. See, family vacations didn't get good until you came along, (laughs) Riley. Mm -hmm. I know. Sitting on the beach, eating low country boil, not that bad. (laughs) This is like Wally World stuff. (laughs) All at breakneck um, speed. (laughs) Well, family, this has been a lot of fun. It has been. I've enjoyed discussing our our um, embarrassing families. We have now embarrassed all of us and members of our family who weren't here and submitted <laughs> to embarrassment. Riley, I, I would like to take it a step further and just let you know, uh, as a teen, when you're traveling, perhaps the most important thing you can remember to do is when you're traveling on your own, like your parents aren't there, to mm-hmm. um, remind you to do some of the things that you maybe should naturally be doing. Uh-huh. Change your underwear. <laughs> Change, change your underwear and take a shower why, every why day. Do you, why do you say that? Oh, I, I was on a, a trip, a school trip, and I think it was the first yeah. time that I had left home. And there was like, it was, uh, my mom had packed my bags as, you know, it's, it's kind of normal. And I went, I went to this week long camp and it came time to take a shower. And I, I remember I, I walked in, I kind of like checked it out first. I went in the shower room and I was like, oh, these showers are just like all together. What I have to shower with with other people? I've, ne- I've never done this. I I don't want to do this. And I just thought, you know, the first night I was like, yeah, I'm just not gonna do it. Just forget it. And then the second second night rolls around, I'm like, yeah, what? I, I'm not gonna do this. I just I don't feel comfortable being like in this situation. And uh, I came back, and my mom my mom opened my suitcase, and she was like, honey. Why are there five perfectly folded pairs of underwear in, in your suitcase? <laughs> completely untouched, completely. And I was like, "Oh, I um, I folded them." <laughs> Just like, no, no, you didn't. <laughs> and she knew that was no, a lie. You, yeah, no, you didn't. <laughs> um, yeah. So just, just remember. Do the basics. I'll have to, uh, do the basics. have to keep that in mind. <laughs> so there you go, Riley. Change your underwear. Uh-huh. Shower. Don't drink. Just don't. And, uh, and change your underwear. And, uh, yeah, and, and unlike <laughs> Dane, who was like too young to know better when he 
did his business in the backyard. I think I was like 12 or 13. <laughs> That's like way, way too old to be doing this. So yeah, just remember hit the basics. There you go. Now you've got some advice. And when yeah. all else fails, don't call 911. Don't call. Don't get, yeah, don't call 911, but unless go get an adult. Unless you need to call 911. Yeah. <laughs> unless unless yeah. you should, then, then do. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for yeah. for this wonderful experience of getting to reminisce and, mm-hmm. and share with you guys. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you to all of our listeners. Um, we love you guys. Thank you so much for being such an active group of listeners. Uh, check out our Facebook group, our Still Buffering Facebook group, because there's always cool stuff going on. And now there's like, a, not only is there a book club, but now we have a pen pal list. Yeah, people are getting starting now. And people I saw are gonna form- a video game group. Yeah, there's like a video game uh, group now too. Yeah, there's a video game mm-hmm. group. So there's all kinds of whatever your interests are, you, you will find people who share them. So come find some friends. Uh, you can check out our Twitter at Still Buff. Um, if you want to send us ideas for shows or or whatever is on your mind, you can email us at stillbuffering at maximum org, uh, maximumfun.org, maximumfun.org. <laughs> and check out maximumfun.org for a lot of other wonderful podcasts. Uh, we are lucky enough to be part of a fantastic network of all kinds of great shows. Um, so please come check those out as well. Thank you also to the novellas for our theme song, Baby You Change Your Mind. Yeah. And thank you, sisters and cousin. Thanks. Thank you, sisters that was a good time. Cousin. Yeah. Uh, this has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. And I'm Kyle. <laughs> or West Virginia <laughs> Caveman. <laughs> I, I am a teenager. And I was too. I'm Allegra Ringo, a dog owner. And I'm Renee Colbert, a dog wanter. And we host a show called Can I Pet Your Dog? The podcast for unapologetic dog lovers. You can find us every Tuesday on MaximumFun.org or on iTunes. So now what is this? Is this just a podcast where all we do is talk about dogs? Yeah, sort of. Uh, we definitely have a segment called Dogs We Met This Week, where we tell you about, you know, dogs we met this week. We also have a segment called Dog Heroes, as well as Cool Dog Tech and Stupid Dog Tech. We also have some of your favorite celebrities. Lin-Manuel Miranda, who did Hamilton, has been a guest. We've got Leslie Margarita. Uh, we've had Nicole Byer and Wheaton. All the best uh, dog-related celebrities. So check us out every Tuesday on MaximumFun.org or on iTunes. Can I pet your dog? Can I pet your dog? It's Renee and Allegra. C-I-P-Y-D. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.